Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 446. And it's Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. That's 52323. We've got a full table. Nicholas. Hi there, guys. Theodore. Hi. Pastor Layton. That's me. And uh, Jeff, co-worker Jeff is going to join us a little bit later, hopefully with coffee. But we've got to get started because we've got content. we got nature content. You're going to learn something that I just learned and saw for the first time in my life. Ever? Ever. Uh, and ever. It, it's, it's amazing and disgusting all at the same time. Oh, no. Sick. So oh. stick around for that. We also finally have some responses from the question I had a few weeks ago about um, family. How do you... Have, how do you end up with a family or how do you nurture a family where the children want to get together and are able to get together and enjoy getting together? And and I got, got some responses on that. Good. So, I also, I've got some, some mm, podcast feedback. All right. Just from the wild. Uh, all right. So why don't we, why don't we start with the wild? The wild? <clears throat> okay. So, Which is my story. Which oh. I was going to share. All right, <laughs> a few weeks ago, sitting on our front porch, we noticed a robin building a nest in our neighbor's porch. And it was struggling. It would wow. grab a piece of string or twig and, and carry it up there, and then the wind would blow it away. Wow. It looked like it was never going to make it. I didn't think it was going to make it. We watched it for a while. But lo and behold, a couple days later, it had a nest there. And lo and behold, a few days later... We well, we assumed there, for eggs. We were assumed there were some eggs there because we saw some chicks popping up. Oh. And I didn't. I wasn't out there as much as my wife, mm-hmm. but she noticed and was giving me an update on it. And then Sunday morning, we were sitting out there and we saw uh, the mother and dad bird bring food and drop it in the little bird's mouth. And I, I wondered. It was the mom and the dad, like like uh, tag teaming the feeding process. There's two chicks in the nest. And I wondered, is this dad Robin, is he doing this for all the neighborhood nests? Or how does he know that this is, this is his, these are his chicks? How does he know that? Well, I mean, he can recognize the porch. Yeah. But how does he know that, do they they, mate for life? that this is the female Robin that, that he fertilized? Robins don't mate for life, do they? I don't think their life partners know. But then how does he know? Because... I don't know if, if birds are like deer, but like deer, you know, they are, they're going around. They're committing adultery. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, it depends what birds they, they sleep are around. They're not a one, one doe maybe, buck. Maybe it was a good, maybe it was a good Mennonite robin that was helping, A religious robin. Yeah, that was helping widows, or I don't know if it was a widow or not. Well, I, a woman. Well, I guess it could have been a widow. A single chick. If it would have been Layton, if it would have been your <laughs> son, mother. your son chick. is probably uh, guilty of making quite a few widow robins. Oh, well, no, he he hasn't, but he Adult? he's tried. 
If he could, he would. Oh, yeah, good he, for him. I can't stand Robbins. He was over at our house. You would appreciate him. <laughs> Your two children were over at our house for the weekend a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he was going on a walk with, with my wife, Carmen. And he would ask, what's that, what's that over there? What's that bird? And then Carmen would say, oh, it's a sparrow. And he'd say, we can shoot those. <laughs> and then a little, bit, him well. a little bit later... There'd a bird would fly by, and he'd point at it and say, "What's what are those?" And come and say, "Oh, it's a robin." Oh, we can, we can shoot those. <laughs> oh yeah. And they said, "We can't shoot bluebirds." <laughs> yeah, we can't. So shoot I was bluebirds. actually impressed because un, most people would assume a robin is a bird you want around, but they're actually uh, kind of a nuisance. How, how so? What do they do that's nuisance-like? They build nests in your porch. Oh, I hate that. Oh, that is such a nuisance thing to do. What else? Well, do the do? problem about their nests <laughs> is they use mud, and they it it's a mess to clean up. So like a barn um, yeah, barn swallows would too, but they're not around your porch. Usually, they're around the barn. But if it's like a bluebird is in a little house, and you can clean it out so easy, you open the door, the whole nest is cleaned. You know what I mean? Oh. Robins' nests they go on your gutters. They, the dirt stays on there. You have to get a power washer to clean it properly. Ugh. Ugh. Well, They're I was annoying. thankful. Well, just don't clean it properly and you're good. Yeah, true. Just don't yeah. clean I it. was thankful that our neighbors did not <laughs> clean the nest away because I saw something for the first time in my life, and I'm surprised I haven't had this question before, but this is where I saw it. So the, the dad bird is coming, feeding the little chicks, and the chicks open up their mouth and like just like, just oh, bigger than that. They're just like... Yeah, they're just they're just going or, or or really seeking this bug or this worm, whatever he's bringing. And then he'd fly away, and the mom would come and feed it. This happened a few times. They were tag teaming. The one time, the dad came and and like he perched up on the nest, and both birds like put their mouth up and just like just like trying to open their mouths, make sure they have a, as big a target as possible for the worm. And then uh, one of them got it, and then the dad stayed there. And all of a sudden, one of the chicks kind of bent down and put its butt in the air <laughs> and pooped out and the dad bird caught it in his mouth. Caught the poop? Yes. And you, flew how away. How close were you to this? this like 15 feet. And you could see that? Yes. Wow. You, it this was your neighbor's, good eyes. Were you on your neighbor's deck? No. Okay. And it just shocked me. Mm. I had never seen that or expected to see that. Well... Where do you think all the poop went? Well, that's the thing. Imagine if all the birds would just poop in their nest. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty poopy. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty full. Yeah. So I actually have a video of this, and I'll, I'll share it on the, the French press. Because we, we, re, we were then observing closely and recording whenever we could. And I did get a video uh, of it, a, a follow-up time. Wow. But we looked it up, and there's something called fecal sacs. And baby birds, when they poop, it is kind of in a mucousy sack making it easier for the parent birds to catch it and keep it together and and actually sometimes they eat it especially when the chicks are younger because they haven't digested fully digested you know the worms and bugs and whatnot but as there's still nutrients in there yeah so oh fun i want to go eat dinner so that's what i learned today just want to eat baby poop Uh now yeah yeah sounds delicious all right, should we get some feedback? Yeah. yeah. All right, so feedback. So a couple weeks ago, um, when was this? May 6th. I got a random request, and maybe you already discussed this. 
but there, Jeff, coworker Jeff came into my office that week, that Friday, so that would be May 5th, and says, hey, uh, this is kind of random, but there's a wedding that's going on in the area, and Corbin Burkholder's wife's, or Corbin Burkholder's brother-in-law has a podcast, and he's wondering if they can record in your parents' basement. And I'm like, sure, that's not an issue. That's fine, you know, whatever. And so, like, right, like, as he, he, like, says that, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And right as he's leaving my office, I get a call from a random number. And so I answer it, and lo and behold, it's him. It's Jeff. No. No, it's the brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, it's the brother-in-law. Oh. And he's like, hey, I don't know if you know, you know, whatever. And, like, I know, <laughs> I, I, I've seen him around. Yeah. You know. Beard? Yeah, he's, no, no, he's. Oh, he's, he's the clean-shaven one. He's facial hairless. Okay, he's older one then. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, yeah, he's super nice guy, Derek. He's a super nice guy, and I've been at, like, different like seminars that he's been to sometimes and also at like camps and such. And so, so I was like, Oh, you know that yeah, I was like, Oh, it's totally fine. Whatever. And it totally works. And so then Saturday is when the wedding is, but they also want to record the wedding on Saturday. This is May 6th. And so they show up to my parents' house and it's him. And then his, and then also there's uh, a Jennifer Most who this is really random, but I happened to stay at her grandparents' house when I was on SMBI choir tour way back in 2014. Wow. That was way, way back when, like, oh, yeah. Trust that he wasn't even made yet. Yeah, it was, it was, was going. before podcasting. It was before indoor plumbing. Yeah. 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 Anyways, it was just crazy, like, whatever. So, Derek and Jennifer come to my parents' house, and I meet them here because I got to show them, like, where the where our podcast setup is, where our studio is. I want to I make sure they don't, like, have any glitches or anything. And, and like, Nicholas, do you remember when I think you were at maybe a, at a Bible school or something, and there was someone that was like totally starstruck. That I was there. Yeah. Yes. And you were like, then they asked like if you were on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. It was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. That's what happened here too. Oh. My. It's like it turns out that Jennifer is a massive fan. <laughs> wow. She's the kind of fan that goes back and like listens from the beginning and listens to every single episode. Uh, I know how that felt. Or I know how that feels. Yeah. I know how to be. I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I've been in that situation. She was completely starstruck. She, she couldn't even, fathom wait, it. So she didn't even know that that you guys or that he was podcasting here. No, no, he she knew that. Oh, okay, but he arranged it, and then she freaked out. It was fine. She has a podcast. They have a podcast of their own. Okay, it's called the Interview Podcast. I n n e r space view. Okay, podcast. It's on oh, YouTube. Is it about personal reflection? Uh, they interview people. Okay. And like, but try to get, I don't know, a deeper insight into their character. Okay. I, yeah. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, 
And and yes, they did want a picture with me. <laughs> and I'm guessing you said yes. I I begrudgingly agreed. You know, it was the least I could do. Yeah, I understand. So, anyways, any more feedback, Layton? That's it. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to the question I asked last week. Layton, you said you had some thoughts on it as well. Why don't why don't you go ahead and share the the thoughts you have? So, what your your main question was, how do you how do you raise a family that actually wants to get together when they're adults? Yes. When you no longer can force them to get together, you or can force them to hold <laughs> hands, you know. You can always force them. That, didn't your parents force you to hold hands with Nicholas and Theodore when you were growing up? Growing up? Growing I'm talking up. about now. Well, even now. <laughs> yeah, they, they still force Okay, hold hands. Okay, for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Just stare into each other's eyes for five minutes in silence. Actually, that's one of the practical things that you could do to uh, create a strong bond, you know, relationship. So uh, my thought on how, how to do that was it, you, you can't guarantee that your kids will always want to get together. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that your best bet is to every, every family is going to go through like strains and disagreements and like just hard things are going to come up. Mm-hmm. That is in every family. And so, so it's not the absence of disagreements is what's going to make your family want to stay together because you're guaranteed to have disagreements come up. I think it's you, you as a parent, as you're raising your children have to model what a healthy response is when disagreements come up in relationships now. Wow. So if, if you have a disagreement with someone in your church, your kids are seeing that they're going to pick up on it. And if you decide that I'm no longer really going to be close to this person because of our disagreement, Mm -hmm. they are being modeled that. And so when they have, when they are adults and they have a disagreement with you as the parent or one of their siblings, it's, Oh, I know how to handle this. I'm going to cut you off because that's what I was taught. That's really good, Layton. So that's, that's one thought that I had. Okay. Yeah, that had not crossed my mind, but I think you're right. I think that definitely is something that would play a factor. That's really good, Layton. I don't want to say I underestimated you. (laughs) I estimated him. You did. But did you overestimate, or did you under, or you just just perfectly estimated you? (laughs) And we do have Jeff is Jeff is here now as well. He's scrambling. He's frantically getting cups and passing them out. We lost you, Theodore. Alright, set your spiro, Teddy. Theodore, you always complain about not having coffee, and yeah, I actually brought some. Yeah, we didn't have it either. <laughs> it's right here. You could have. <laughs> the look that he gave Jeff as he walked right. out the door. Jeff, did you hear what Layton said, his response? No, I didn't. 
You can um, just go back to the podcast and listen. Well, I kind of wondered <laughs> if, if Jeff had a follow-up thought to it, but... Oh, okay, well... You go ahead and summarize it. Really. Oh, we, should, we, should, we should pause for a second while I grind this coffee so we can actually enjoy it. Can we it pause the recording without totally stopping it and creating a new audio file? No, it creates a new audio file. Why? That's fine. I, I can splice it later. Go ahead and hit the stop. No, no, right here, bud. Let Jeff. All right, we're back. I just summarized what Leighton shared with Jeff. And Jeff, yeah, do you have any, any comments or thoughts what Leighton said? No, I, I, think, I think it's really important. I think that... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it's very it's very important, no matter what you do as impar- as parents to be an example to your kids and and being an example of of how you are you know spending time with your family. So, yeah, I, I think that's really critical. I I have seen situations where families have basically fallen apart, um, and it's often due, or at least I shouldn't say it's often. But the scenario I'm thinking of is due to just unresolved conflicts and disagreements. Um, and it's, it's like now to the point where it feels irreconcilable. Mm. And it's, it's not even something that the people of the family are, are even, they don't, they don't put effort into restoring any of it because it doesn't feel worth it. I, or that's my assumption anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> but so to answer your your main question, I I had a thought too. I was just listening to it on the way over. Um, so, Ruben, you you mentioned that you know you your family did a lot together. You went on a lot of trips together, um, and you you did a lot of things together. I, it feels to me like that is really important though. And and you said um, that you know that I know you mentioned that you know having taking these trips together was not the reason why you stayed together, and that's true. But you did a lot more than that. There were often, uh, I just often remember going to town for lunch and seeing family, your family together. It was, you know, Nicholas was there often. um, And there's just a lot of family. Not everyone was there, Mm -hmm. but there was often a a fair sized group, 10 people maybe, Mm -hmm. um, that were just, they were just hanging out together and and going for lunch together. And, And, you know, maybe that's something that didn't start happening until you were older either or until your grandpa was older. But like, my wife's family is close, is very close uh, because of growing up without a father. And um, they just became very close as a family. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, her sister has lived out of state for two years and is now coming back, um, there's, there's some ground to be covered again. And, and just like, and, and I think that that's happening. I think that they're coming, they're, they're getting back together and, you know, um, catching up as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah. But, but just like doing things together just really makes a difference or it even, does. or even just, you know, going to your parents' place, uh, as a family, um, going and visiting your siblings that are out of state. Like just, yeah. yeah. Doing, doing life together. That's, uh, that I'm going to read my mom's response to this. And, uh, it's interesting what you said, Jeff, and you'll, you'll see why in, in a second here. So this is what my, my mom said. I know you didn't necessarily want to hear from me <laughs> because I think, uh, I think it was Theodore. I don't remember if it was me or yeah, Theodore. It was Theodore. Uh, said that we don't just want to hear from, from our mother. Uh, that's not true, mom. We're, we're glad to hear from you. Uh, then she continued, but I have been reflecting on this and thought I'd just jot a few things down. We as a family have always done lots of things together. As a child, we did road trips, butchering days, um, 
we did hogs, beef, and then as we got older, chickens every year. We would come together with some distant relatives and, and butcher chickens. Then we did it just our family when us kids got married. And she said, I've been reading a book that's called With, mm. meaning do we do life for God, under God, from God, and gleaning from, or with God, and gleaning from that book, God wants us to do life <laughs> with him. And I mm-hmm. think that's the key to doing life as a family is with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's just like, that's what, you, that's what you were saying, Jeff. Yeah. And I think uh, I hadn't thought about that specifically either, but yeah, it, it is true. And I do remember, I forgot to mention this uh, the other week, but my wife reminded me after my grandma passed away, I, something did just click in me that I did realize the importance of doing, of, of being at more family gatherings. And we did make a, a choice to do more stuff together with the family. Mm. And I remember talking about it with Carmen and then actually doing it too. Like we'd be, you know, if there was a Sunday evening gathering, we'd, we'd go to it. And we probably still did less than maybe the majority of the family, but we did mm-hmm. make, make a, a, a conscious mm-hmm. switch to doing more things, being at more family events mm-hmm. and gatherings. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's all the feedback we have. Or did you have anything to add, Nicholas? Um, I mean, I, I remember at, uh, well, first off, I I feel like it was different between my grandpa and my grandma's funerals. Uh, I felt it was harder for my grandma when she passed away because I knew that grandpa was by himself now. Mm. And it was still hard for both. But I feel like when, when once grandpa passed away, um, it was, I mean, every single, every single uh, aunt and uncle, which were the children, they already had their own families. They had their own grandchildren. And so I feel like it was, I mean, even though it was hard, him passing on, um, there, was, there wasn't any, anyone left. Like, it wasn't a, 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 my grandma was not still alive. So it was more of like a, I hate saying this, but a bittersweet kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was with her again. He's with, he's with, he's in heaven. <coughs> he didn't have any more pain. And it was just, it was just different. It was still sad, but it was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I remember at my at my grandpa's funeral, people would always say that they were, they always uh, saw how much grandpa did with us grandchildren. Uh-huh. And me on the inside, I didn't realize how much he did with, with us mm-hmm. or for us until he passed away and just yeah. hearing other people of, of their stories and saying that, you know, they, they barely even saw their grandpa. And I mean, we did tons of stuff with our grandpa yeah 100 percent. you guys did just, yeah yeah like yeah like jeff said lunches i mean every single day he there was a lunch that he put on the group me and anyone was invited wow. and so just stuff like that that you know it was you didn't know what you had until it was gone kind of type of thing um but but yeah so and i think also a, a big thing in in family staying together and staying connected is is having God mm-hmm. and Jesus because yeah. without that, I I guarantee you our family would not be together. Yeah, yeah. Because with with money, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I think the biggest thing is is Jesus and and you know having God right right as number one right. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. Okay, we do have some other feedback too. This is relating to. Uh, uh, Theodore's rant last week. Were you here, Which, Jeff? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you were. 
not about Weren't school. You? About school? About school? No. Homeschool? Was that Homeschool? Three? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. I thought he was here. Yeah, was I Jeff? wasn't. Yeah, yeah late, late, late was wasn't. gone. You have to fill me in. Oh, well, let me just read this feedback. <laughs> oh. Um, and by the way, I, <laughs> I gave Theodore a hard time. About? Well, I kind of, I don't know. You chided him? I'm, I'm kind of, in the, t- the title, I kind of made it sound like Theodore was, you know, you, if you're going to listen to this episode, you better watch out. You better not cry. Did you, did you send out a trick? Did you give a trigger warning? Basically. Oh, excellent. Um, but I, I'm, you know, it's most, this is all just in jest. Anyway, we do have some a response to it. Twilight Newcomer, she said, education is about exploration and learning how to think. Schooling, which is what our public schools are a part of, is about training and teaching children what to think. I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. This was a quote from John Rockefeller, who was one of the founders of the education system, how we know it today. But let me read that again. I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. This is a quote from John Rockefeller, who was one of the founders of the education system that we know today. Yeah. I agree. And then she continues, I do think private schools are a lot better since you don't have all the indoctrination happening and socialization can happen outside of being put into a room with people your own age for eight hours a day when you can only talk for a, when you can only talk for a small part of that. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, uh, Twyla, for that. I did not know that quote from John yeah. D. Rockefeller. That's a good quote. It makes a lot of sense. It kind of sounded, I mean, I think theater could actually understand it on a small scale he made the comment about having as many children as possible to grow his workforce <laughs> well the, yeah the fact of the matter is and, and i'm learning this more um but it's just like modern education teaches you yeah it teaches you a lot how to th- what to think and not how to think on your feet and there's a lot lost in in a classroom setting in in not having hands-on stuff not now don't get me wrong all of that stuff is important. I think, I think especially elementary school is just incredibly foundational to understanding the world around you and to being, being Mm -hmm. able to interact as a productive member of society, like being able to read and write is huge doing math. Totally. Eh. Like you got to be able to do math, right? Um, High school gets more into the to the weeds when, and I think that we could do better in our schools, especially our private schools, actually, um, at offering opportunities to learn hands on. I agree. Um, I, I do wonder, Jeff, if part of that isn't on the parents and the student, because when I went in high school at our local private school, UCS, I asked our teacher if I could take uh, guitar lessons and count that as half a credit. And he said, yeah, I, I don't know if he took it to the board or, or, how it was approved, but it, it ended up, it was approved. Yeah. So part of that might be on the parents and the students asking if this is possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think part of that too is like, I don't know, it feels like that should be a responsibility of the school to say, hey, you have this opportunity in front of you because mm-hmm. not every parent's going to know that. Not every student's going to know that and figure that out. Like, like, you know, kudos to you for for thinking about it and asking about it. And Teacher's pet. <laughs> like if, if more of that would have been done, like if Bring more of that kind of opportunity would, would present itself. I know, I know UCS actually does have some hands-on stuff like um, CAD training and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that especially more did recently you take shop that? class. I never did. I did. It was the year after uh, I, oh. I uh, graduated. Yeah. yeah. So like stuff like that is awesome. And I, I think that, um, but even just like the, you know, Elkhart um, has a career institute 
and it's actually available to anybody inside of Elkhart County to an extent. And, and, you know, things like seeing those opportunities and presenting those to your students and saying, hey, you could learn how to uh, be a video editor uh, by going to this career institute. And um, yeah, <clears throat> totally. I, I do have a, a thought about Twyla's um, feedback. And she mentioned uh, the word indoctrination. Um and I agree, there's a lot of that going on in our public schools. I also think that there is some of that going on in our private school. And I think it is on purpose. Like we have Bible class and that is part of yeah. learning a doctrine learning doctrines. So there there's nothing there's nothing wrong with indoctrination. <clears throat> right. It's just what kind is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like we use that term as if it's so bad, but we do use that we do indoctrinate our own children. Yeah. It's what are you being indoctrinated with? Yeah. You're, you have the ability to choose what doctrines you're teaching, mm-hmm. um, but you still like you still do teach some of that stuff out of school, <clears throat> pretty yeah. much regardless. So, very good. But, yeah. All right. I think, um, Layton, if I remember right, I thought you said you had a story you wanted to share, some content. Oh, my. <sighs> I'm trying to remember. You told me, when was it on Monday? I think it was Monday. Yeah, yesterday. You just made the comment about, I've got French press content. Mm. I, I do, but now I can't remember what it was. <sighs> I know. Well, should we do this Layton, coffee? This is like, this is like verbal just, feedback. Imagine how much verbal feedback is falling through the cracks. Layton, verbal feedback. No, no, no. There was no like verbal to, feedback. I'd like to rep, rep, except, No, except. You, we actually don't know. <laughs> Maybe I maybe I got something I forgot well, about. Well, you it. weren't here. No, I I I gave the account of when uh, Jennifer Most and Derek Miller came over. Oh no, over. I, I, I walked in when you were telling that story. Oh, okay. Was that the content you were talking about? Or was well, there, there was that, but then there was also <clears throat> there's just a whole lot more. But I can't even. I'd like to reprimand you, Leighton. Reprimand. You're. <laughs> That's the sound of a reprimanding. <laughs> Why? DJ reprimand. <clears throat> um, oh boy. Well, have you ever noticed that in the Bible there are <laughs> <laughs> people get reprimanded in the Bible? Yes, they do. That there are repeated commands to set up stones. No, well, that too. But I'm just altars. saying in general. Like, like Jesus didn't just say one time, you know, love people. He said it many times. In, in Titus, Paul wrote to Timothy, he said like, remind them to be obedient to rulers, um, do some other things too that I forget, <laughs> which is why <laughs> remember himself. case in point, which is why we I, need, we need our memories are bad. Bad. Humans memories. We don't, bad memories. We don't remember that stuff. That's yeah, all oh, we was it because of phones? So, Oh, memory. let's not get sidetracked. No, I think it was, wasn't it? Well, that was one of the things I was going to talk let's about. Let's not get sidetracked. <laughs> because we have bad memories, we need to write things down. Uh huh. Yes, and well, that way you don't actually need to remember it. You have it written down. It's not. It's. It's not. We a, need to have a, right, a screen in it's here. It's not even a. It's right. not even a because we have bad memories. It's to to. You Be- cannot think if your brain is too full. Behind Ruben, we no need to have a screen. Yes. Maybe that. Maybe that's where it is, Jeff. Or I think. It's, I think it's both those things. I think we do have bad memories. Yeah. But but also, yeah, you can't think. Unless you have it written down, because your mind is filled with the thing you're trying to remember, yeah. and so you can't yeah. actually process. So, I I know someone who um, 
has a hard time remembering conversations, and it's and it's and they're they're. Is it me? You can be honest, no, Jeff. It's not you. Is it you? Me? Wouldn't remember it I, even I if do. you know. It's I, not, I struggle with that. You won't. Right. You won't know who it is, but they have. There's a, multiple a, people. There's, they there's many of them. Difficult time they, remembering them. things <laughs> from conversations, and and if they would only write it down, it would make their life easier. Okay, Jeff. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa what are we even whoa. talking about, Jeff? Okay, but when, is he going to remember where he wrote Jeff, it? No, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, what in conversation have you were you in that you were re- taking notes as the conversation was going on? I do that all the time at work. I've seen Jeff do it. I walk into his office Jeff, and say, "Jeff, we need to talk about stair zone." I I do it hey, all the time at work. T- Every, whenever I'm talking use? to somebody at Pen work, and paper or if they're, yeah, the if tablet. So I used to use a tablet, and I may still go back to that at some point, but. Out of sight, out of mind is a problem. And if you if you put it in a notes app on your tablet, it is out of your line of sight, and you will forget that it's there. I yeah okay. Be, and 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 like I start a new. I tried I tried it for a little bit. I started a new note for each time. No, like it doesn't Don't work. do that. You have to do it all in one note. Yeah, yes. and you have yeah. to regularly. It, it pretty much has to be one page. Yeah, and it yep, has to. It you have to regularly review it. Yes. Yes. So, so I I do the same thing right now with a stack of papers on my desk, and I just regularly go through them. Okay, I did this. Throw it away. Oh, I need to do this. I. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've started. I I started just this past week, like Thursday and Friday. I was feeling so. I was so busy. I had I I. St- still have a ton of work, but I was gone Monday and Tuesday. I mean, I worked yeah. Monday and Tuesday, but I was gone out of the office, and there was just work that piled up. While I was hey, gone. Hey, Nicholas, review this coffee before you leave. Uh, it's really good. It tastes... What? No, no, no. Just give the rating. <laughs> A little... Just give the rating. Three. You have five choices. Three. Three? You know what? No, I'm going to give it a four, actually. It's good. Three and a uh, half it is. Okay. Anyways, continue. And I was feeling overwhelmed, and so I decided, you know what? I'm going to get my iPad, and I'm going to start a page, a yeah. work to-do list. I was also feeling overwhelmed with with projects that I need to do at home. Yeah. So I also started a separate notes app. Uh, so I've just got two. I've got yep. two pages. That is it. <clears throat> and it has, it's every morning when I get, get into work, I, I look at this page and it's like, okay, these are the things. And as I get yep. things done, I erase them. I have out. a whiteboard in my office. And it is. So you use incredible. your notes kind of as a to do. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know what's there's on my to do list? There's something I don't like about having a to do list just in digital notes, like yeah. t- typed out. Yeah. It's somehow less effective. Yeah. I don't know why, but when I write it down and I erase it, it it makes you. It's, it's like tangible. It is I don't know. Satisfying. Yes, it's more satisfying. It is very satisfying. I have a list of to do things. I, my my home to do tasks sit on a whiteboard above my desk okay. that I look at. I see it at least once a day. Do I cross a lot of things off there? No. No. But usually you add more. When I do off. cross them off, actually my list is getting smaller. Excellent. When I do cross them off, it is so satisfying to say I got that done. I don't know. There's just something. Yeah, about I it. do. I, I agree with you. I, I've just, this is really interesting because I actually just created a new um, note taking and uh, asset library. A new yep. workflow. System. A workflow. Pa- para. Uh, do you use, uh, do you use Notion? Tiago Forte. Are you using Notion? Yeah. Have, have you started building a second brain? I have. 
I have started building a second brain, but but what I wanted to get at was so yeah, I just built a new notebook and asset library or resource library system. Yeah. What app are you using? I'm using Notion. Mm. Notion, okay. Yeah. Notion is really good for that kind of stuff. But the way I use notes is a little bit different than the way you were mentioning. I use them just to capture the conversation or the information. I don't actually go back to it to review to it to get work done. Oh. I'll I'll move it where it needs to go then. Okay. And and sometimes it is like so basic like Maybe in a meeting, I'm taking notes and like I need to remind this person to do something. Action then, item, and I'll just I'll just do it. But typically, it's like the notes are for uh, just understanding the problem, and then I'll then I'll I have a separate project management app that I use mm-hmm. for actually right now the things that need to be done. What Ruben, project that's management not app work. Do you Your use? brain is your brain is split in half. Ruben, what what What's your what app do you use for project management? Basecamp. Basecamp. Okay. It. Is uh, it pretty, is it really good or is it like it, it's it's what you found that works best but it's still not the You will thing. never beat Kanban Flow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I remember Kanban Flow. Yeah, uh, I, we switched from Kanban Flow to Basecamp. I, I love Basecamp. It's simple, mm-hmm. but it also it has. This is what all it has. Uh, you can manage projects and to dos, mm-hmm. and you can have files file management it's not robust like google drive where you yeah. can um you know comment on docs and stuff but you can have yeah. to, you can have like like native docs in there you can't do spreadsheets but what i do like about it is you can link to any external resource so yeah i have like an Airtable base that's for something specific i have yeah. it linked in our base yeah. camp yeah so i love it it's like the central hub for everything yep you can do discussions in is base it, camp. Is it team team themed very much yeah um, and it, and you can even have it, uh, like for outside collaborators, you can give them limited access to different things you want nice. them or don't want them to have access. Is it paid? Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, you can have, you can have like comments. I really, one of the things that drives me nuts is having a conversation, like a, like, like messages back and forth that are about a specific task or project, but the conversation is not happening with that task or project. Yeah. It's happening in either an email or in you know, some kind of text messaging. This is so actually I really, what Slack is for. I really like to keep it, I want to keep it in the task. So if we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's, uh, you can look it up But But, but, yeah. but how, how does... So, so are you saying that Slack can be used for project management? Yes, you, you create threads in Slack for each project. Each project gets its own thread. And you only com- make comments in that thread. But sometimes projects have small subtasks. Yeah, I know. Hundred percent. I that's we we use Utrack at work, and it's 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 revolutionary. Like you can, it's a little bit hard to organize without using some kind of Kanban chart. Mm-hmm. Um, but but everything is there that you need. It's like descriptive. It has required feel. It's like everything that you need is there. So Basecamp is very simple. You can't add custom fields to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're, it's very basic. But it's easy to use, and it's easy for someone to pick up to use. Yeah, yeah. So I've been we've been using it for about uh, probably six to eight months, probably, mm-hmm. and and really like it. I'll mm-hmm. I'll show you guys what what I got sometime. So what what one thing that's on my to do list mm-hmm. is to make a to do app. I remembered what I. I just now, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I just remembered the this, insane content like, that I have. This is the moment. This, this, what you're speaking about right now, is the moment that I hate w- when I don't write things down. Yes. No, I love this moment. I'm so excited no, to share. So it. What if it would have happened 
on your way home. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it definitely would. It hits you at the wrong time. No, it's fine. No, sorry. What thing do you need to do, Jeff? To make a to-do list. Oh, we'll put that on to your to-do. To- no, a to-do app. You like, want to write actually, a to-do app. I have a, I have an amazing idea for a to-do app that I that I built out partially in Airtable, um, but Air, the Airtable interface is not good enough to make it streamlined. But mm. it actually the 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 bones, the thought, the, like the way it works like perfectly fits my personal way that I manage tasks. And it's like, it, it has to do with scheduling and uh, you can, you can kick tasks down the road by a specific interval or by a general interval. And it's, it's just really cool. <clears throat> so anyways, I did something. Sorry. Just one more thing. Layton. Aww. <laughs> Let's review this coffee. Uh, no, here's what, what I've been struggling with is, I have tools and I have um, things I want to reference very quickly. Yeah. For example, maybe like Bible study stuff. Yeah. And I didn't have a good way. To what do you mean Bible study stuff? Study. What, what's of the, the Bible. medium? What like are you saying that you highlighted a Bible verse or you're taking notes? Here's what I'm saying. As you write the, I want, as you're reading scripture. I I, I what, here's what I what I want is <clears throat> to be able to to create something where I. There's a question. <clears throat> How does the Old Testament apply to Christians today? Okay. I don't want to constantly have to like Google or watch a YouTube video or try to remember in my head the scriptures that relate to that. I want to have a succinct document where I'm like, I have studied this. Of, of your own. Yeah, I have studied this. And not just my own ideas, but like maybe I'll have you know mm-hmm. a YouTube video that I reference or mm-hmm. a, a, a commentary from someone. But I want to have... Some place I can go to where I'm like I have I have studied all I I want to and am able to study and dive into on this topic, and here it is. This is your re- resource library. Yeah, and I haven't been able like I've got some Google Docs, and I haven't been able to like organize it in a way that I can find stuff easily or add to it easily. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that this notion. is that this is the answer to that. that. Notion is the answer. Notion is really good. I think that. <clears throat> The bigger part of that is not documenting. Documenting is the easy part of that. The The hardest part, I think, is organizing. Yeah. Organizing in a way that makes sense and is searchable. And you can, without knowing exactly what you're looking for, you can still find it. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't really, like, how do I highlight something in my Bible and have it, like, referenced in my digital app? You know, that doesn't really happen. Like, there's not really a way to do that. Unless you would, like, screenshot it and put it there's, in. There, there's there are there are plugins readwise yeah readwise well that i don't know if it would do it with your with your bible app but readwise if you're using an e-reader you're using like the kindle app you can have readwise running in the background and every time you highlight it is it is saving it <clears throat> if you would log into readwise no, it's I all am there i'm sure i am sure that now, there you, is a you chrome still have to go from extension for when you're browsing in Chrome, you can highlight text, right-click, save to Notion. There is. They have a web clipper that yeah, you can do something, cool. something like that <clears throat> anyway. But Anyways, man, Layton, can you do that from app to app, though? Like, if, you, no, if it, he's it, using the Bible app, Notion, could you make an oh, app run in the background? Apple uh, doesn't a, let not, apps not, not do iOS. that. You can't yeah. do it on iOS. You can probably do it on Android. Apple doesn't let you do it on apps. Because they don't allow yeah. apps to talk Android to is actually becoming more restrictive with that kind of thing. It's not as easy as it used to be. Mm. 
Oh. Uh, anyways. Uh, I did something. Do we have time for your story? Oh, yeah, we do. We're going to make time. This is uh, insane. No, no. no. This, legitimately. This is actually. How long ins- is this going to take? It's not going to take too long. Going. My, we had a fellowship meal and it was the fellowship meal after Mother's Day. And so we did a special thing where the men have to bring food instead of the women. So the food committee provided the main, the main course, the meat and potatoes, mm-hmm. literally. And then men with first name A through M have to bring a salad and then the other part of M. I, I forget where they drew the line in, in the M's. There's that many M's. Uh, there's there's yeah there's some millers and some maths and i don't know there's a couple different m's okay to to z have to do desserts so me with the last name y i have to come up with a dessert yeah so it's like oh man what am i gonna do and the typical thing would be to just go to a store and buy something buy a buy a pie that's not mennonite that's very unmennonite of you what do you mean oh for but it's for the men's yes yeah it's still kind of on a Mennonite. Oh, for sure. But yeah. No, I would buy it from like a Mennonite-owned store. Oh, okay. okay. We're or all Amish. good then. What? Maryland's or bakery Amish. pie. I mean, no, well, that's it's, literally not Mennonite. If it's more... <laughs> <laughs> no, Amish is Amish Mennonite. Oh, it's, it's peachy okay. Mennonite. Yeah, it's okay. It's close. Yeah. Okay, so so I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this legit. I am going to do this legit. And so... You're going to make fa- dessert My legit. wife asked me, so... What kind of dessert do you want to make? And I decided, you know what? I want to make. Hold on. Why don't we? Why don't we guess what we think it would be? And I already know, so I can't guess. But Jeff, uh, go ahead. <laughs> why don't we guess? Um, Jeff, go. Uh, uh, it's going to be something like um, apple crisp. Okay. Um, something fairly easy. Pie. Pie. Okay. I think I would have, if it would have been me guessing, I already know. I think I would have said like chocolate chip cookies. Because mm. like Lane's like, yeah, mm. it's maybe not technically a dessert, but it's like, it's super tasty. Who doesn't like chocolate chip cookies? Uh, it'll go great. Yeah. I, I'm sure I can make it. That's what I would have probably guessed you would have went with. Trust me. That was like the initial thought is I'll just bake some cookies. Okay. But then I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to like try to skirt around this. I want to make a <clears throat> dessert. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to make a cheesecake. Ooh, a death by chocolate cheesecake. Yep. And I was fairly certain that this was not going to work out. Yeah. Well, you went into it expecting to fail. Well, I've just cheesecakes heard that are cheesecakes hard. are hard. Cheesecakes are hard. They're hard. They crack and they're dry sometimes or I don't know. They're real finicky. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I threw the ingredients together. Now, granted, my wife went and gathered like she went to the store and stuff and had to go get some ingredients and bring them home. But as far as actually getting measure cup and yep. pouring in, I did all that. And I did all the mixing. I did everything. I did everything. And it turned out fairly decent. Hmm. Fairly decent. Yeah. The middle was a little underbaked. It was yeah. more pudding-like in the middle. But it did not crack. What yeah. is the... But it's still totally this edible. It's a very hard balance to find there. <sighs> I've never made cheesecake myself, but I know that's the... That's always the... The, the middle is the yeah. hardest part? Like... Or the softest? It's like a... Yeah. It has, it has eggs in it, right? Yes. And I'll, it has I'll some kind of you, milk-based thing. You can't... You can't... If you overbeat it... Yeah. What's the main ingredient um, in, in the body of the cheesecake? 
cheese. Just or, cheese? No, uh, cream, cream cheese. cheese. Yeah. Cream cheese and eggs. <clears throat> and then there's some sugar and some... Pumpkin pie is also notoriously hard for that because it's like it's cream and eggs. And it's like that it's, it is very hard not to get a cracked pumpkin pie that's done in the middle. Yeah. But a cheesecake I know is harder than pumpkin pie. I don't know. Did you get any nice. feedback from the people? In a way, yes, I did. In a way. In that it was not even eaten. There were no pieces left. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. Did you get to taste I it? I think that's pretty good feedback. Yeah. I did get to taste okay. it. That's pretty good feedback. Yeah. And also several of the women, as I was proudly bringing my cheesecake into the oh, kitchen yeah. in the morning, frantically, because we were running late, Yep. you know, how you do, on a fellowship meal morning. And, I like uh, a do. I like a do. And I brought it in to the kitchen, and I proudly proclaimed, I brought a cheesecake. And they were like, did you make it yourself? I said, yes. They're like, oh, gasps of all gasps. What was the other most, <laughs> was there any other difficult dessert or food that you saw where it's like, oh, these guys are try- really trying? Uh, Yeah, there were lots of pies. Okay. And I was like, wow. I made pie. And I'm pretty sure they were Mother's all store bought. Oh, <laughs> I made pie for Mother's Day. You served Excellent. our Mother's Day meal. Lane, you served like uh, requested a special table for the, the homemade things. Yes. And a different table for the, the boughten things. Yeah. There wouldn't have been enough tables. For the boughten stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's fine. No, no. I actually I don't probably look, I, I probably would have bought something. I'm, I'm not actually, you know, judging anyone. I typically it. would have too if my wife would have been like, no, honey, don't do that because it's just stressful and da 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 da. But she was supportive, but and like tried to encourage me to to actually do it. And so, I if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have done it. What I learned though through this is, I I feel like I appreciated the fellowship meal more oh. than. I already appreciate fellowship when, meals. When you're yeah. more than but, when you're just a, but because a I digester. Con- yes. Because I contributed, yeah. I appreciated it more. Wow. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well it's more blessed to bake than to eat. You receive more when you give more. That's uh, I mean, you're basically just rephrasing what I no. said. No. Yeah. No, it's a little. Nah, it, it leans a little. Leans yeah, a little thanks, Jeff. No. It's, there, there's a little bit more connotation to what I was saying. There's more connotation. A little more context. But the it's like message when, or, or the meaning is the same. It's like when you preach, you learn to appreciate messages more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. 100%. You're, also, you're just, gen, well, here's the, here's the downside of it. Mm. You're also generally more critical of it. Here so now, are. Layton, the next time that I take a cheese that I that, eat, a no, cheesecake? the next time you go to fellowship meal and there's a cheesecake and it's done badly, oh, you will be like, oh, you didn't try very hard because I didn't even know what I was doing and I still did do it better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, your critical voice oh, is hilarious. Like, oh, you, oh. <laughs> it's perfect. It's the perfect. Cynical, like, uh, all right. So, we wrap up today's episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, what are we, we gonna rate, rate the coffee? coffee? Oh, rate the coffee. Yeah, I almost forgot about I that. Mean, it kind of smells, it smells flavored, but it tastes regular. It's good, it's really good. It's I'm good. Gonna, I'm gonna go a four. Uh, Ruben's going to four. Layton. I'll go with a four, too. Oh, 
So I'm solid four, guys. We haven't had a solid agreed upon rating in a long time because that's what I gave it to. What is it, Jeff? Wait, wait, it's a flavored coffee. It is flavored, but I can't tell what. Uh-huh. And I'm surprised that you would Ooh, rate it so high. Ruben. I wonder if it's Jamaican me crazy. Tis not. Hold on, let me. We've never reviewed it before. <laughs> You're welcome, Tim. Nutberry. <laughs> what even is that? <laughs> what uh, nut and what berry? Well, yeah. It's English toffee. I knew it. Oh, really? English what toffee. What is toffee? Isn't it just butter and sugar? Kind of. It's a candy. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. No, it has Anyways, more. Anyways, this is a solid four, but. Uh, I think it has a different flavor. What is toffee? What is love? What is toffee? Okay. I found this on the web for what is love, what is tough. Check it out. Someone it's said butter and sugar. And just butter and sugar. It's so butter and toffee sugar. is just a flavor of butter and sugar. Well, would you say sugar <laughs> has a flavor? Uh, it's, it probably it's does. Caramelized Sweet. sugar. So you have to caramelize it. Um, oh, it's caramelized. Yeah. It's a caramely, buttery, sugar. Which now that brings up the question what flavor is caramel? Is caramel just carameled sugar? Caramel is burnt uh, yeah, sugar. Yeah, caramel is burnt sugar. It, it, it undergoes a. Uh, a, a chemical a chemical change which wow. gives it a flavor interesting all right Layton, what's the point the point is ruben that if you want to uh, get more too. you have to give more point number two um uh if you want your kids to stay together when they're adults you have to model staying together while they're young and point number three if you study for something or if you bake something chances are you'll be more critical of it when you see somebody else do it or you'll also be more appreciative of it if it's done better than you because you know how hard it is. Is that the last one? That was a long point. <clears throat> yeah, that's the last point. Jeff, what's our word of the week? Word of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.